I'm joined today by Skylar Pocket, who just performed at our fall 2022 WTSR Underground. I figure to start off, we go around, everyone can introduce themselves, say um, the part you play in the band, and then we'll get to some questions. So I don't know who wants to start off. Um, I'm Sky, and I play guitar, and I sing in the band. Hi, I'm Zach, and I play bass in the band. Hi, I'm Johnny, and I play drums in the band. Hello, I'm Fletcher, and I play lead guitar in the band. Hey, I'm Sammy, and I play trombone in the band. Excellent. Um, so I'd like to start off with um, if you want to talk a little bit about how you got into music, and then um, maybe talk about how you met, how you decided to become Skylar Pocket. Um, I got into music like playing music when I was 15 I guess mm -hmm. and yeah because I think I went to my first punk show when I was like 13 in New Brunswick and I was like super inspired by that and I was like oh I want to do this too um so I got a guitar and I started writing music by myself and it wasn't for a couple years that I had met Zach and Fletcher in high school you want to Talk about that a little bit, maybe, or how you got into music. So I think we met um, sophomore year of high school, and uh, a mutual friend had put us together, and we had originally played in a different band in high school all together. And towards the end of high school, um, Sky and myself had been working on um, Sky's solo record, one of Sky's solo records, and we had recorded the whole thing kind of in an acoustic style, and then we decided towards the end of recording the whole album that the songs would fit really well with a full band. So we actually got a full band together and re-recorded most of the album mm -hmm. in a full band format. And we've been playing as a full band pretty much ever since, I think, junior year or senior year of high school. Awesome. Um, so you've been together a long time um, making music. Um, how would you describe like your style or genre as a band and has it evolved over the years? I feel like that's the hardest question ever. Yeah. I never know how to answer that. I feel like once someone described us as Tweemo, which I okay. thought I thought that was funny. I don't know if it's super accurate, but um I guess rock and roll. You you said you tell. Um I think we all draw a lot of influence from a wide breadth of different musical genres from jazz to indie rock, mm -hmm. um, folk music, uh, bluegrass, a lot, a lot of different uh, eclectic types of music. So it, I, I find it's, it's pretty hard to pin um, our music with one title, but I would, I would say mostly probably more in the indie rock realm of, of, of music. Mm -hmm. In terms of drawing inspiration, um, other than just from genres, do you have any specific artists that you really look to when you're getting inspired? Um, when I was younger, I listened to a lot of like folk punk music, and I think that mm -hmm. really affected the way that I wrote music, and still does, even though that's not really what I listen to anymore. Mm -hmm. But artists like Defiance Ohio and Mischief Brew and Ramshackle Glory and Pat the Bunny. But now I guess I mostly listen to like well, I guess I've been listening to a lot of Arthur Rus Arthur Russell recently, mm -hmm. um, and Show Me the Body and Turnstile and JPEG Mafia. <laughs> um, do you want to switching gears a little now? Do you want to talk a little bit about 
your songwriting process, um, you know, starting from just drawing inspiration and then um, how you build upon that. Um, and then also you have your album came out in 2021, To Hell With Heaven. Like, do you want to talk about the process of, you know, mm. creating that full album? So um, up until this point, um, now that our, our band and our sound has kind of expanded, um, we, Sky and myself kind of started out um, really just working in my childhood bedroom at my mom's house and Sky would mm -hmm. come over and, you know, maybe we had been talking throughout the week. I would send them like a video of uh, maybe Audio Tree or, or KXP live sessions of a band, like doing something cool musically that I took a lot of inspiration from or maybe like a guitar tone or a drum tone. And I would be like, oh, this is really cool. We should try to emulate this or, you know, put our own spin on whatever that creative artistic element might be. And then Sky would come over and we would, um, I, I would work in Ableton Live and we would kind of make some loops and play with different ideas and then kind of build the song bit by bit. Mo most of the time not actually working with a band or a drummer, but just kind of starting from the foundational elements, just making loops and samples and little guitar ideas. And then eventually we would go into the studio and flesh out the songs with a full band with drums and bass and guitars and percussion and horns and all sorts of different elements. So that's kind of like how our process <coughs> started and still kind of works. But I think now more so we're trying to write songs with, with a full band and including the horns and synths and other different auxiliary instruments in the whole process of writing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I saw you also had your, um, excuse me, um, well, that you played House of Independence yesterday and that you had your um, To Hell With Tour this mm. summer. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to uh, know a little bit about your history experience um, about, you know, playing live. Um, of course, you had also your, you know, you picked three songs for Underground today. Like, what does a typical set look like, I guess? Uh, yeah, well... Um me and Zach um, and Sky were, as he said earlier, we were in a, a band called Betty Sally when we were in high school, mm -hmm. and um, we uh, really wanted to like break through into the the DIY scene, but it was it's kind of hard because we were so young, mm -hmm. and so we uh, put together our own like music fest in Zach's backyard, oh. and we met a lot of cool um, cool bands through that, and. Uh, then we started gigging from that point, and, uh... And... Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't My bad, I'm, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> and where, where'd you grow up again? I, oh, we, we grew up in uh, Cranford, New Jersey. Okay, okay, awesome, so... And, um... Yeah, yeah, the, fir the first venue we really played at was the Meat Locker, which is mm -hmm. like a, a crusty uh, <laughs> basement in an Italian restaurant in, in Montclair, New Jersey. And, uh... That was really our ex first experience with live gigging, mm -hmm. and um, uh, wait, what was it? It was typical set list, like how we make um, a set list. Yeah. Um, well, actually, it's funny that you ask that because yesterday <laughs> we were at House of Independence, and like we were hanging out in the green room, and everyone was just kind of goofing around and schmoozing, and I was like, "Can you guys please help me write a set list?" And everyone was like, "Yeah, let's play this song that no one knows how to play." And I was like, oh, okay, you know what? We're going to play three songs tonight. If, but I don't know. We kind of stick to the same thing as of recently. Mm -hmm. We kind of, 
I think we fall like in and out of, lo- of love with old and new songs. Sometimes we like play an old song and we're like, oh damn, that hit. Oh, oh d- dang, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was also gonna add that um, for a long time we would uh, have pretty much like one set list that we would go to almost every show, mm-hmm. um, and it wouldn't change. And I think after uh, probably 15 shows or 20 shows, we were like getting really bored of, of the set list. So now, uh, honestly, the past couple of gigs, we've kind of just showed up to the gig and been like, what's our set going to be tonight? And and like Sky said, it, it, it pretty much stays within like the same kind of structure of how we, you know, want to feel the emotion of the set. But we do switch it up. You know, we put some songs in the beginning, some songs in the end, play some old songs play some new songs and we kind of just pick whatever we we are feeling on any given night and whatever feels right for that type of show Mm -hmm. um what's your favorite thing i don't know if um it's shared or if you each have your a favorite individual favorite thing about playing live yeah i feel like this almost connects a little bit to the last question i was going to say that i only joined the band while we were recording the album to hell with heaven so Mm. when playing live i mean we've stuck to a lot of the same songs in the beginning. I'd say some that I knew well just through the recording process. And then songs like New Jersey, we just started including in the set list recently. Mm-hmm. So from my perspective, I didn't know that song too well. And it's really fun, at least to come out a fresh song that I don't know too well um, and just find new things to play on it. I think mm-hmm. that's always very refreshing. Um, and so the more, yeah, the more we mix it up, the bring some freshness to it, to me. Um, and just new new ideas. I tend to get settled in my settled in my ways, I suppose, of parts mm-hmm. that I play. Try to put my all into it when there are people actually standing in front of me. Yes. And sometimes it goes well, and sometimes it uh, questionable, I suppose. But it's always so fun. That's why that's why I do it. Yeah, I ju- I just say uh, my favorite part about playing live is um, just playing at new venues and. Um, that's that's why I enjoyed tour so much. Was mm-hmm. um, we got to see all cool parts of the country that we never saw. So, just just going out and experiencing it is a great time. Uh, for me, I think I've just had a really great time playing live and playing shows. Um, I just jo- joined up with the band recently, only mm-hmm. about a couple of months ago, and um, it's been the first time in years that I've actually like really played with a group and played live. And it's just been, like, such a blast and so much fun being able to do it with them. And, um, yeah, playing shows has been just, like, a total blast. And mm-hmm. I'm having a really good time, and I'm just excited to be doing it in general and with uh, this band. So I've been having a really great time. I used to have, like, super bad stage fright when I was younger. And so, like, the prospect of playing live was never something that encouraged me to write music i wrote music because i love writing music and i like doing it alone in my room and stuff and that's what i had been doing for a while and i played like some solo shows when i was younger until zach was like let's do full band stuff and like performing live just feels like a completely different experience than writing and making music but it's it just feels like a fun plus for mm-hmm. me and also Everybody that's in the band right now are like the my favorite musicians, like, and all of your independent work too. So it's just it feels really lucky and mm-hmm. like I trust them all so much, you know. 
Um, my favorite part about playing live is um, getting to re like really put my all into ma making these songs like an experience for not only us but the audience. Um, you know, I, w I feel a lot of emotion in playing these songs and having recorded these songs and, you know, having Sky shown me these songs and being able to transfer that emotion from, from the recorded music into the live show, I feel like can really enhance people's experience and in connecting with the songs. And I think that that's like a really special thing when you are able to cultivate a really beautiful community of people who really care about your music and your art and care about your songs and having that emotional connection with the audience is, is my favorite part and just seeing people like feel the songs emotionally and then coming up to you after the show and saying, you know, you, you know, I, maybe it, they were moved in some capacity. And I think mm -hmm. that's really special to me is sh sharing that with, with the audience. Awesome. Um, do you have any upcoming shows that our listeners can look forward to? We're going to try to take a little break mm -hmm. um, from playing live just for like a month, which isn't a very, it goes very fast. But our next big show is, I think, November 20th. We're playing with Jeffrey Lewis at The Saint um, in Asbury Park, and that should be really fun. Awesome. And then November 19th, we're playing uh, this like queer event fundraiser thing at Pino's in Highland Park. Mm-hmm. And then November 18th, we're playing at Arlene's Grocery in New York City. Awesome. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about college radio. Um, were any of you involved in college radio or have any experiences with college radio other than our WTSR underground? Well, I, not quite, but I, uh, at my school, I went to Oberlin in Ohio, and they had a radio station there. They would bring in a lot of different bands to do live sessions, probably quite similar to what we did here today. Mm -hmm. Though in a much smaller, much smaller room with a, that was a very cool live room that we got to play in. Um, yeah, I mean, they would always bring in a lot of cool up and coming bands that were either touring around the country, passing through mm -hmm. Ohio, where they probably don't make it very often. But I love, I have a lot of respect for college radio stations. I think they always know what's up uh, and what's, what's coming. Uh, it was really fun to do this. This was the act, this was the most Im it closely I've been involved actually at a yes. college radio station. But I used to watch and listen to a lot of sessions. Awesome! Very lucky to have you here performing today. Um, that's pretty much from me. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to cover that we did not cover? Also, just if you want to plug social media and all that good stuff. We have a website, it's SkylarPocket.com, and we have an Instagram, it's at SkylarPocket, Skylar with an A, S-K-Y-L-A-R-P-O-C-K-E-T, and we're on all the streaming platforms. All right, awesome. Um, so thank you again so much for performing, you guys were so good. Um, yeah. Thank you. Nice. Okay.